has made me his own, beloved. I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. God. 
divide one from another, as long as we're focused on most things, the poor will always be with us. Because whether or not we actively try to undermine the rights and the capacity of the poor to thrive in God's kingdom, that's what happens when all we do is live a life that is organized around little surprises of things that aren't really that surprising, little bits of newness to cheer us up and move us forward in little ways, but more or less keep things the same, keep us stuck in this place of sin, of not being able to see beyond our own interests to engage in the reconciled work that God calls us to do on behalf of all God's people. So Jesus is doing a new thing. Mary is doing a new thing. And we're all invited when we hear these stories of doing a new thing ourselves. Of not focusing so much attention on how to keep things the way they are not focusing so much attention on how to keep ourselves and the people immediately around us who we love safe and well cared for. Jesus is inviting us into a different kind of new thing, a new thing where we are willing to take some risks, as St. Paul says, to give it all away for the prize of the glory of the resurrection that we don't know what it will be for us but we know that Jesus has gone before us and is holding that out as an invitation to us. So as we approach the end of this Lenten season and begin to walk with Jesus as he does this new thing, this passion, this offering himself on the cross, each one of us to look around to see where are the new invitations to go beyond where we're comfortable. To look for those places in our lives where the new thing might be disturbing at first, but also inspiring, giving us an opportunity to think about new ways of engaging God's world, new ways of sharing God's grace with the people all around us. Unless we're willing to walk with Jesus into that place of darkness. Unless we're willing, like Mary, to give in a kind of crazy, overabundant way of our resources for the sake of love. We may not be able to achieve the goal that Jesus sets before us. At least not in a timeline that necessarily uh, makes sense in the context of a normal lifespan. This is a season in which Jesus is asking us to take risks. I don't know very much about this congregation. I know a little bit about it by having served among you in this diocese for many years. But I know that you as a community have been faithful witnesses to your faith in the world. And we continue to discern what that is going to look like now and in the future. I commend that. And I commend that you go deeper. Go deeper into that work. Because in doing so, you're following the path that Jesus has set for you. The invitation that God is calling you to do and in that work, you are creating the new life in the world that Isaiah promised so many centuries ago to people who were struggling, people who were anxious, people who needed to see evidence that God is really alive and active and a loving force in this world. So I commend that work to you. And I offer myself as a partner in that work as I try to do that myself in the work that I do in the congregations that I visit and that I serve. 
knowing that when we do that, whatever happens, whether it is the newest thing or it feels like the oldest thing in the world, that's the way we come to know that Jesus is our companion on the way. And that's where we're most able to break open the gifts that God has given to each one of us and offer them more fully to all of God's people. I pray that this may be so for all of us. Amen.
Praise God for those in every generation in whom Christ has been honored. Pray that we may have the grace to glorify Christ in our own day. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you.
wonderful talent and dedication of our choir director and organist, uh, Robert Barney. And I was thinking as I was sitting there listening to all of you sing, what a big crowd it is today. So it's wonderful. Thank you all for um, your service and your ministry of music, which enlivens our worship so much. If you're visiting with us today, we're especially glad you're here. Trinity folks, please do extend a warm hand of welcome to those seated around you, for that is how you get to know one another in this beloved community. And always remember, always remember that at this table, God's table, there are no outcasts, no strangers, and no unwanted guests. All are welcome to come and feast at the table of our Lord Jesus Christ, so please do come and be fed. Let us walk in love. Christ loved us and gave himself as an offering and sacrifice to God.
and prepare with joy for the Paschal Feast, that fervent in prayer and in works of mercy and renewed by your word and sacraments, they may come to the fullness of grace which you have prepared for those who love you. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.
These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith.